0: I uh, think we're good. Is it, we're good? What say we do? What say we do?
1: Sean, are you going to send out for some pasta after this? <laughs> 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 yeah, finish <laughs> it.
0: I'm actually in the financial district of Charlotte, and I'm surrounded by about a dozen steakhouses. That is, like, the only thing to eat <laughs> with it. <laughs> with
2: you sound it. pretty stoked about that.
0: <sighs> I've been to one. That was really good.
2: I don't associate you with the steakhouse. That's just not. That's just not a place I feel like I'm going to find Sean.
0: I mean, if I could afford it, sure.
2: Well, one day it'll be you. Yeah. They're also. One day we won't be able to get you out of the steakhouse. <laughs> Lisa, throw on another tomahawk. I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, Sean, we were just going to like swing by Subway and grab a sandwich. And be like, I would love to go to a steakhouse. There's if a we cute little go. steakhouse right up the street. <laughs> I've been
1: meaning we, to check out. We can get something really quick to go. Uh, <laughs> why don't, why why don't got we got a nice we...
2: little three course for $75. Prefix? Quick, yeah.
0: Too. Dude, the
1: fingerling potatoes? <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim and Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly, free business paper needs or done the myth, then the people versus paper people, done the myth, then the people versus paper people, done the myth, then the people versus paper
0: people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and I put a cigarette through a frickin' quarter, Sean Roney.
1: That was my job title. <laughs> I knew you were going
2: to do that. I, can, I, uh, can, I play a guy, can I play you guys my Yeah, I put a cigarette through <laughs> a freaking quarter. And you know what, Toby? They almost bought from us. <laughs> wow. I can't believe in three years, that's the first time we've all converged. <laughs> nice job. Well,
0: every week we get together to talk about our favorite show, NBC's <sighs> The Office. Uh, this week, uh, we'll be discussing the secret from season two. Uh, And then we're going to go to some listener voicemails. And Alex has a surprise for Edwin and I uh, in the conference room later. I
2: I am. I'm merely a messenger of a surprise from one of our patrons.
0: Ah, yes. Well, excellent. Well, uh, I think we can dive right in guys. Uh, The
2: secret from season two. Not, not to be confused with the self-help, book and program and movie <laughs> do you guys remember that <laughs> that's I, right vaguely, yes. Yeah, yes i feel like that peaked in like
1: 05 yeah i, I was, was gonna s- around that time a little bit li- yeah speak somewhere kind of some, a, somewhere around the start of the office. i want to say it, into it was existence. referenced
2: yeah like uh the power of like yeah uh, like thinking and vi- visualization mm-hmm. and thinking not like i'm going to be healthy but thinking i am healthy mm-hmm. and then that mm-hmm. would have the ball that's when it peaked
1: <laughs> yeah he's sort of the culmination i told you of the so secret.
2: yeah is, is getting all of his sons uh, in the nba the secret season two episode 13
0: uh this episode aired on january 19th 2006
2: hey! we got sports games again <laughs> edwin did Leangelo ball ever get on a team no <laughs> <Sorry>. okay <laughs> uh it was written by
0: lee eisenberg and gene stepnitsky Uh, And directed by Denny Gordon, uh, who I don't think we've ever mentioned on this show. Denny Gordon directed only two episodes of The Office, The Secret and Boys and Mm -hmm. Girls. uh, And she's directed just tons and tons of episodes of great comedy, 30 Rock, um, uh, so many others. (laughs) But uh, also a few episodes of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan with John Krasinski
2: and, uh, and the movie Joe Dirt. Uh, with with David Spade Joe Dirt is like it that is a movie that looks so stupid like the cover the plot everything about it but it is so it's it's so so funny (laughs) probably doesn't hold up at all anymore but I just remember being like that movie was way funnier than it should have been
0: it's probably all thanks to Denny Gordon who uh, directed (laughs) this fabulous episode of The Secret uh, uh, of The Office Um, Edwin
1: why are we talking about The Secret today? After last week's episode about Pam's replacement, this felt like a interesting follow-up or an episode that I wanted to watch after our discussion about um that episode from season 8. It's you know, a lot about different secrets in the office. And, you know, in, in the Panzer replacement episode, we talked about Dwight and his fake his investigation, the, mm. the fake lie detector test. And it made me think, it just reminded me of Dwight's investigation here. Um, Jim trying to manage his secret with Michael, um, the secret of Dwight and Angela's relationship. Uh, and it just seemed like a, 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 an interesting place to go following last week's episode. And I think this- Are you calling me wrong? <laughs> in terms of the- um... The Jim and Pam dynamic, like this episode, I think is one that really stands out to me. is really meaningful in the middle of season two, as uh, as their relationship heads towards Casino Night and Jim finally telling Pam how he feels. Yes. This
2: also, the secret was was voted on. Well, uh, we asked our our patrons about what's our next season two episode going to be. We did the client, and then uh, we Michael's birthday and the secret were next. So, oh, nice. This fits with that as well. Nice, Perfect. yeah, no. I, I-
0: I was kind of surprised, because I think we kind of said, oh, we could do the secret. It, it's maybe like, um, uh, you know, maybe that could be a shorter episode uh, discussing that particular episode. But I was I, going back and rewatching this one. I kind of forgot how important it is um, mm-hmm. in, in many, many ways. I mean, not even just um, for Jim and Pam, that this is kind of when Pam finally realizes, oh, my God, Jim... Likes me, likes me, um, and but uh, but we also discover that Oscar is gay, uh, which is uh, you know there's a there's a lot going on in this episode,
2: uh, and and it's also important because the, the office gets clean. Yes, yes, <laughs> and that's we're working it. in a pigsty before that, and now it's uh, you know a little spring cleaning in January, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, uh, we ha- we have to start, of course, with the cold open of this episode, which. I got to say, I don't think that any of us picked this for our cold open draft. Is that would i be right in saying that
2: this is this off the top of my head. I don't think yeah, so. But yeah. it is. It is a, it is a winner. This it's is a, a great one.
0: Just perfect. Cold open in, in my book, uh, the what's up dog, <laughs> cold open, uh, Jim, uh, uses it on Michael and then Michael tries repeatedly to use it on other people. Uh, as soon as mm. Dwight actually falls for it, uh, Michael blows it.
2: <laughs> gotcha. Oh
0: God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I, the way Michael says like, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, it's dawning on him. The comedic genius of the bit, which, you know, I feel like we all heard this one in like middle school, but for Michael, this is cutting edge next level comedy that he can't wait to unleash on the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can't even do that (laughs)
1: this version of Michael early seasons has so much uh he talks so much about like classic comedy and telling street jokes and he has joke books that he has Pam Mm -hmm. pull from for the client like there's that's so much of Michael's sort of comedic persona oh where's the funny gotta find the funny um and like this is just the perfect perfect example of it yeah I kind of noticed something with this too which is like
2: the only people that this this actually works on is like someone who's g- who genuinely, if you walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, Sean," and they like genuinely are listening to what you say, mm-hmm. they're not like distracted. Like everyone else, Ryan, Stanley, like the people it doesn't work on, Kevin, are just what's that, Kevin? They just tune people out. <laughs> Why did you like, say that? <laughs> now Michael can be very distracted, but in the moment when Michael is focused, like he fully listens to everything you say. Same mm-hmm. with Dwight. And those are the only two people who actually hear the word up dog. Because Ryan's well, and, just like in the kitchen. He's like, what? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Which disarms this whole joke. It's so funny. <laughs> uh,
0: and, of course, it works on Pam when Jim is talking uh, because uh, Pam uh, listens oh, yeah. to Jim. Right. Um, but anyways, I, I just think this is like a per- perfectly constructed cold open. Uh, you get mm-hmm. Jim being suave. You get Michael being uh, <laughs> Being an idiot, it's fabulous. Um, so I'm going retroactive, to retroactively uh, draft this uh, cold open. Uh, and uh, yeah, anyways, <laughs> moving on to
2: the rest okay. of the episode. Um, uh, please update the spreadsheet and uh, all of our posts about that. There we go. Um, okay, so let's get into
0: the meat of this episode. Um, the big one, of course, is the secret. Uh, Jim told Michael on the booze cruise, that he had a crush on Pam, and now that is turning out to be a disaster.
1: There's a self-awareness for Michael saying that he's going to keep this a secret as long as he possibly can. <laughs> um, and I think one thing that you uh, we kind of... Um... This occurs in the cold open as well, but this episode in season two really makes really great use of the ensemble. Um, and it's very, very exemplary of the, or it's a great example of um the early season dynamic where the ensemble hasn't fully been realized as all the other characters, but they're still interactive enough to really, really color and provide detail to the rest of the episode. So, you know, this episode features, like, it leans so heavily on Jim and Michael and Pam and Dwight. Uh, Ryan has a, has a bit part as well, and then the other characters in the ensemble really fill in the different pieces. They add a lot of funny color lines um, to the rest of the storyline. But it is fun to see this story, like so, such a big part of the Jim and Pam relationship. Um, because as the season is going on, and Jim has finally revealed it to Michael, it's it's getting harder and harder for uh, for Jim to just keep this under wraps forever. He's they're gonna, something's going to have to happen. Yeah,
2: I mean, this takes them, this secret takes them all the way to Hooters, uh, to a business lunch. <laughs> you know, this is, it's like, this, I feel like this, maybe in later seasons, I feel like you could put, you could have done a part one and part two, or even made a long episode with Booze Cruise. Like, this is a sequel to Booze Cruise, this episode, yeah. really. It's, it's what it feels like to me. I mean, it- which is like by the end of, this episode, you have everything that happened in booze cruise because you have Pam also starting to plan the wedding for real in this episode. Mm. But then you also have that that realization at the end of like, oh no no no, Jim is currently into you, Pam. Like, and that really sets the stage for Casino Night. You know, at the end of this season. So, um, yeah, th- this is this is booze cruise part two, uh, and a, a lot happens in those two episodes. Mm.
1: There, there's a um, a momentum like a build up to Casino Night, and this is a big piece of it because Michael. Mm-hmm. Is spilling the beans kind of all over the place um, with Stanley in the break room, like Kevin's chili? To, yeah, yeah. Um, the trick is to uh, undercook <laughs> the business lunches. Yeah, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, undercook the gourmet hot but dog. You made a great point. I think one piece of this is Michael telling the secret to you know all these people. But another piece of it is Pam starting to plan her wedding, and that also yes. kind of gives us a sense that we're marching towards this inevitable moment, mm-hmm. whether we're Jim kind of uh, speaks up. And I mean, it happens again in uh, Conflict Resolution where um, he makes the complaint to Toby about does she have to plan a wedding on company time? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Pam thinks it's Angela, but it's actually coming from Jim. So there is, um, these things are all coming together and um, Jim has to keep it together before it spirals out of a muck.
2: And spiral it does. Uh, I do like what you said about Michael as being pretty pretty self realizing who he is of being like, yeah, you like, look, man, you, you loaded up all your stuff on a leaky raft. Like, it's not my fault. <laughs> like I'm gonna, it's not going to work eventually. And he does as long as he can kind of keep it in. And the moment that he does actually finally spill the beans, when he's talking to Toby comes out of a moment of like, doesn't sound like he's trying to have the hot gossip in that moment. He really is just like, look, Toby, like, don't, Uh, Jim's depressed. He's, he's having a hard issue. He's, he's in love with a girl who he works with, who's engaged, you know, (laughs) (laughs) really secret (laughs) there. But I mean, like even when he does spill it, it's not that he wants attention for his, that he has a secret. It's just, he, he kind of says it overly in an overly wordy way to Toby while Kelly and Angela happen to be standing Mm
1: -hmm. there. Another piece of this too, is that Jim has to go in and kind of um, tell Michael to keep it a secret and yes. when Michael realizes that he S- suddenly everything goes much worse when Michael knows he has to keep it a secret. It's kind of like uh, when Michael is told that he's on a date and he enters his date, Mike persona, <laughs> um, or mm-hmm. when uh, in the gossip episode, when he starts telling everybody else's secrets or um, the Stanley secret, I guess. Um, oh yeah. When it, <laughs> it, it, it makes
0: you realize like later when Jim is up for the promotion with David Wallace, and he decides not to tell Michael what's going on. It's like, well, he's he's kind of got a point. Michael tends to make things worse, even when he knows uh, the need to know.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> Well, because that's the thing. As soon as Michael realizes that his lips need to be sealed, that's when he walks into the break room and starts directly alluding to it in front of another person.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: P-A-M. I, I love the vending machine thing where Michael buys Stanley the peach iced tea. You're gonna hate it.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, you're gonna
1: hate it. I don't know why that that stands out so much to me, but I absolutely love it.
2: Yeah, I think
0: like, as well as this, you know, being about this secret getting this episode being about this secret getting out and kind of building towards you know, Jim and Pam, this is gonna we're gonna have to reach some sort of climax of of that, like her planning the wedding and him uh, just clearly being in love with her. Um, I mean, this episode is really also about Michael and just like Michael blowing it. (laughs) He he just totally has the opportunity to, uh, I mean, he has the opportunity to get what he wants, which is to be close friends with Jim and kind of, you know, (laughs) Jim has to do what Michael wants, has to go to Hooters for lunch. Like... (laughs) If if Michael can just keep this secret, he is, like, going to get
2: what he's always dreamed of. It's true. You almost wonder, though, if him, like, tagging along, going to Hooters and, like, making Michael feel like he's more of his friend that it almost makes it worse. At some point of just like, because like Michael, I mean that only after they come back from lunch does he like tussle his hair up like Jim's <laughs> and try and be like really a mo- lot more like Jim. And I, I mean, I don't. I think Jim was doomed from the start. And at at the moment on booze cruise, yes. Um, and maybe maybe if you're talking to Michael and his hands are zip tied to a railing, you're like, <laughs> ah, this is probably fine. It's still Michael. <laughs> You know, he seems so there. innocent. He <laughs> seems so innocent at the moment, and he was such a good confidant yeah. on booze cruise, and now he's so bad that, um, yeah, Dana and the other girls at Hooters have to put up with Michael's f- like eleven-year-old f- f- sense of humor of like, I'm, oh, you should order milk. Get it? I'm
0: really surprised that they oh actually had Hooters for this episode,
2: and just like, yeah, man, how did uh, how did Chili's lose out on this one? I mean, you can't make the same <laughs> jokes. You can't at Hooters at Chili's, but uh, of course. I mean, they went there because Michael, <laughs> the boobs and the hot wings. You know, he's very <laughs> he's, he's very upfront about why he likes Hooters.
1: They do. They make a handful of references to Hooters throughout the show. I mean, this is the first, I think, introduction. But then uh, at the yeah. end, they're the they're catering for casino night, and then Jim and Pam try to use it to um, get Michael to uh, <laughs> you can come to our house. We'll order from Hooters. We'll play Billy Joel rock band yeah that's right um, that's right yeah you know it's funny there's it's funny that michael plays it so poorly because in booze groups like you said he's a surprisingly good um he provides like a little bit of hope a little glimmer of hope for jim BFD, you know bft engaged ain't married um mm-hmm. never ever ever give up and that's like promising advice you know it's um He's trying to tell Jim to keep hope alive a little bit. But then, immedi- Never do anything to anyone <laughs> for any reason. It's, it's always. A su- it's a surprising <laughs> um, moment of like intelligence for Michael. It's kind of like uh, putting Ryan in the annex to, 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 yeah. as, a, as a way to punish Toby. But if he did, yeah. genius. and That's a little bit of foresight. And then the other thing, too, is that Jim is normally so good at thinking on his feet, he does it with uh, when uh, J- Dwight confronts them. Fact. You're drinking grape soda. You never drink grape soda. You were talking to Jim. You never talked to Jim. Fact. Yeah. Leading with the fact is so funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, (laughs) that's
2: just great. But at a
1: certain point, Jim can't dance around this anymore, you know? Um, Yeah. And you know what's funny? I'm just, I'm thinking about this now, so I haven't, I haven't, this is coming to me now, but like one thing that came up in the last episode is that Jim has a hard time being really honest. Um, Yeah. Like he won't tell Pam that he thinks uh, he finds Kathy objectively attractive. Right. Um, and he really has to get pressed for it. And it happens again. in he's nine with athlete and stuff. But like, this is a moment mm-hmm. where Jim does reveal a secret and it go, it kind of backfires on him, you know? Yeah. Um, we just, and, yeah.
2: I, well, that, I mean, I was going to get to that scene with Jim and Pam when, when they discuss it, um, because it's such a big, like, it feels like a really momentous scene as it, a scene as it's happening. Um, and you know, and it starts with like, that kind of very just sort of flirty, like, oh, did you find anything on your desk? Oh, coupon for a free sandwich. Score, yeah, nice, nice. Hey, uh, here's a really serious thing, you know. And they get <laughs> into it, and you know, Jim is right. I think his instinct is right. Of like, you should hear this from me and not Michael or like Kevin or someone, right? Um, <laughs> Who would probably say it in a really inappropriate way, you know? Right, she right. is so hot, <laughs> Uh and like, you know, Jim. Jim gets out ahead of it, but there is that little missing piece where he's like. I was kind of into you when you first started here and Hey, this was three years ago. I'm totally over it. And it's like, Michael still Michael's given a second chance. And he's <laughs> still just absolutely, absolutely lets Jim down yet yeah. again in his office. Uh, and it's almost like he knows he's doing it in the moment. And he's like, ah, I'm saying too much. You know, it's like, <laughs> dude, you, you already did this once, man. Come on. Um, yeah, but I don't know. What do, what do you guys think with about that scene? Like was Jim right to do it that way? How do you think how did that work out for him?
1: I mean, I think he had to do it. It was it was starting to come to him. I mean, the moment where he steps out of the bathroom and Kelly confronts him with Jim, why didn't you ever tell me you had a crush on Pam? Like that had to mean such a horrifying moment for him. Yeah. Where cuz yeah. like he's just confronted with this per- like it's not just Michael anymore. It's it's everybody else in the office seems to know and they're unafraid to talk to him about it. So, mm-hmm. um he knows he's got a he's got a kind of um He's got to be the one to tell Pam, like you said. I think um, there are so many moments like this in season two, which is why I love season two so much, but like so many kind of brutal kind of sad moments like this um, where Jim and Pam kind of have their misconnection a little bit. And this is one of them where Jim has to tell Pam that he doesn't um, have feelings for her, her anymore, even though he does. And there's a, I think Jenna Fisher like said in Office Ladies that like, she was so overcome after that scene like, that she, like, cried at her desk. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't make it into the episode. But, like, it, there are there all these powerful sort of moments like this in season two. And, like, that's, it's, like, why the Jim and Pam thing stands out as, like, one of the highlights of the show, the heartbeat of the show. It reminds yeah. me in the, uh, it's when uh, when Jim and Pam, Pam says to Jim, while well, he's jinxed. Come on, you have something you want to say and you just can't. Come on, Jim. You can tell me. You can tell me anything. And his <laughs> yeah, face falls, yeah. and like that's such like a sad moment. Like that Yeah, you the, kind of moments gets it in that two.
0: moment too. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, you know, you think about how it's it you know, uh uh, uh Greg Daniels got this show from Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, because he said, "I think it's this is a love story uh, between Jim and Pam." Then this is a very big episode in that in that love story that it mm-hmm. comes out that Michael is like, no, he said this just a few weeks ago that he mm-hmm. uh, likes you. It was not three years ago, and you can see it on her face. You know, all of a sudden, perhaps she's thinking about how, like, she's asking herself, do I really want to marry Roy?
2: I mean, that's the thing. There's eight eight episodes between this one and Casino Night. Mm -hmm. And so you got to wonder, like, Casino Night, you know, when it seems like it's a big, I mean, sort of a surprise for Pam, because she does sort of, the way she's like, yeah, I did too. You know, she definitely was reciprocating Jim in that moment. Mm -hmm. But she's also, in Casino Night, she's pretty resolute when she's like, no, I'm going to marry Roy, even though she lets herself have the moment with Jim where they kiss. Mm-hmm. Right after that, she's just like, "No." And and I, you got to wonder, like, she must have started thinking about that, you know, after this episode when she's like, "Okay, I." And, and Jim is not really in the know for this whole part. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's unlike Jim to be in this position a little bit where he's like, Pam knows how he feels, but no, and he doesn't know that. Um, and so by the time Casino Night gets, yeah, I just wonder if like that's. Kind of plays into how Pam is approaching this. She's, she's she had a lot of time to chew on this without, um, you know, Jim thinking that there was anything going on.
1: There's also kind of an element of, I guess, to use a cliche, it's like "speak now, forever hold your peace." With mm-hmm. with Jim, whether whether or not he is going to speak up and really make make the 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 gesture, I guess. I'm thinking of uh, Dwight's speech, which is f- uh, four episodes later, where he announces that he's taking a trip, and it happens to be. The same time as Pam's wedding so that he could be gone when Pam is going to get married. So like there is – yeah, it's just more and more buildup towards whatever that moment's going to be. Um, I mean obviously now we know how it plays out and what he does, what he says, how it it happens. But um, in the moment, I mean if you're watching this for the first time, like there is so much buildup. There is like not just will they, won't they, but like what is – things leading into what's going to happen.
0: And, and you know, I think, too, it's like it's it's just very cleverly constructed too the way that this that this all comes out, because I think that when Jim says, you know, hey, I told, you know, Michael or, you know, it, you're going to hear it from somebody else. But I had a crush on you three years ago, like and, uh, you know, he pretty I think he pretty convincingly says it to her and she seems to believe that it's over. Uh, Mm -hmm. that crush like as you know i think in that moment like watching it for the first time it's like oh what a relief okay like jim totally saved himself there and you're not expecting when michael blows it again
2: (laughs) yeah a little sucker punch yeah so that you didn't see it coming yeah so I. what up cynthia (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um I, I'm
0: sure we'll we'll come back around to this topic, but let's talk about the other thing that's going on in this episode, too. One last thing, I'm sorry, before, okay, we, go before ahead. we move go on. Ahead.
1: And we will move on. But one of the things that stood out to me the most from this episode is after uh, Michael has that, you know, reveal to Pam and he stops himself again, uh, Jim and Pam walk out together. And the way that Pam looks at Jim, kind of like Jim says, are you ready to walk out? And they walk out together. And Jim, Pam just kind of looks at him and mm-hmm. then they stand in front of the elevator. It, it's Michael's voiceovers happening. But like right. this is one of the things that again, uh, just differentiates season two is that like just the way the characters look and convey like emotions about you know, how they feel about each other is, is, is so different. Like it's done so much more effectively yeah. with silence, it's not dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's showing yeah. instead of telling. And like you get so much more of that when Jim and Pam um haven't said or haven't made that connection yet.
2: I was just going to say like season two, not a lot has been said yet in season two and they can play with that. They, they lean into the fact that not much has been covered between the two of them.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It's very good. Absolutely. I, I guess then also uh, that voiceover of Michael talking about watching secrets of a
2: call girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The way he gets to the title, it's so well acted. Like that's exactly how people do that too. It, it, it It's like that movie portrait of a, the more, prostitute secrets of a more secrets of a call like, <laughs> Yeah, I gets, love it. <laughs>
0: and he find, and it's so good. Um, <laughs> I did look it up. That's not a real movie. Was so, <laughs> no, I was of course, so of excited. Of course not. but To Michael, it is. Uh, but okay. Anyways, the other storyline, of course, is um, sort of you know the the rest of the office is doing spring cleaning in January because Michael likes to that's that it, what you
2: don't have to do in the spring. Yeah. anything. Anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh. So for seemingly no reason, everyone's doing spring cleaning, and it's a very big deal that Oscar has called in sick today, and uh, <laughs> Michael
2: on a Friday. This is
0: great, Michael and Dwight. Uh. Oh. Also, in the, this is a super uh, super fan episode on Peacock with a new uh, deleted scene of um, Dwight rolling
2: in the trash cans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> well, two big recycling bins filled then inside have two empty trash cans on top of, for maximum and
0: then a, storage and space. Even more smaller recycling bins inside yes. of those.
1: While he sings to himself, da 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 yeah. da da Spring cleaning.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. He loves it.
1: Now. We, that's I right. wish
2: we, and he's got it like a Russian nesting doll of, of uh storage.
1: I wish we got more Dwight singing. That's a very, you know, yeah. Um, the drummer boy from season one, mm. like, I wish we got a little more Dwight singing just in yep. the show as a whole
0: overall. Dwight can be very musical.
1: Can,
2: <laughs> but that, but Sean, that, uh, his, 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 his place as a, uh, as the, as the head runner of the spring cleaning, he has to, is forced to sort of hand it off to Ryan, uh, because Michael tells him to drop what he's doing and make investigating Oscar's call in sick as uh, his number one priority to to figure to get to the bottom of the truth simply because Dwight is like on a Friday and they're like, that's suspicious. And then I think this was a line that was cut in the original, but it was in the super fan, which is great is Michael's like, did you know that two out of every five sick days are on a Friday or a Monday. <laughs> Love that. Think about that. <laughs> I didn't. It's so, it's so great too, because <laughs> I didn't get the
0: joke until he goes, think about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. I was just sort of going with and then it.
0: And it. it's like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> 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 so good. Oh boy. But, uh, but yeah, we get, uh, so, uh, yeah, then Dwight is is now sent on this mission. I, I I like the I like the phone call that they do with Oscar. Of course, um, <laughs> Michael thinks I, I just Michael thinks he's being so suave during this whole thing, like. <laughs> Michael's playing it very cool as he like bosses Dwight around and later tells him mm-hmm. like oh just go to his house I could have done this investigation in twenty minutes like twenty
1: minutes <laughs> including prep time we, we've got <laughs> we've got a really funny series within our last few episodes of Dwight investigations he's got we've got him yeah. being set out by Michael to investigate Donna we've got Pam uh, sort of contracting his services uh, to investigate <laughs> Jim that's funny <laughs> you think he's lying I know he's lying um, and then you have this one where where uh, where Dwight is on the case and Michael just wraps this up. I could have done this in 20 minutes, like <laughs> different versions and stages of Dwight investigating. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Everyone uh, shout out to, to the blooper in the scene where they call Oscar. Cause it's really funny how they cut Oscar off in the middle of him talking. <laughs> yeah. Cause, Cause he, you know, he's like, I feel nauseous. My head's killing. Michael, is there anything you need from me? I'd like to go back to bed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Nope, just need you to go to back to bed, get better. See you Monday. Unless you're still sick. Have a great, loud weekend. I'll just be sleep. <laughs> and the blooper, and they cut him off and just start laughing right away. It's just it's just so funny. It's so well done. Any, uh, any
1: scene where you get. Even
2: that, they're like, he sounds sick. Yeah.
1: yeah. Any scene where you get Michael and Dwight together behind Michael's desk. Oh, usually yeah. a recipe That's for, uh, for yeah, success. Guaranteed. Especially when, whenever Dwight pulls up the keyboard and starts typing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, but, it's funny too that Dwight has two things that he's in charge of, and he has to delegate something to Ryan. Um, yeah. There's that. There's like a funny dynamic. It doesn't happen much, but but of Dwight taking Ryan under his under his wing. It happens a little bit here. It happens in initiation. Um, you know, is he going to be a loser slacker like Jim? Or is he going to join the Dwight Army of Champions? It's a fair <laughs> question. We all have to ask. So, um, it is funny that Dwight has two investigations or two uh, two operations that he has to manage in this episode. Listen,
0: Temp. I'm conducting a little investigation, so I'm no longer going to be able to head up spring cleaning. Do you think you can handle it? Yeah, I think I can handle it. Do you think, or do you know? <laughs>
1: I All <think>. the seriousness.
0: <laughs> think. Oh God.
1: <laughs> also, within the uh, within the opening sort of montage or series of shots that we get of spring cleaning, while Michael is describing spring cleaning, um, the we we get to see Meredith throwing away an empty. Uh, like liquor bottle. And then we mm-hmm. also see Kevin just missing the trash cans <laughs> while he's throwing all the documents. And Angela <laughs> is just standing there just so upset. Like that's another thing that happens a lot in these early seasons is just like the, uh, the nonverbal jokes that they do so well. Uh, I
0: love, uh, uh speaking of Angela, cause she, did, she, we don't see a lot of her in this episode, but we do know that Dwight and Angela are, you know, kind of having an affair at this point. uh, <laughs> Dwight uh, is looking for Oscar, and Angela says he's out sick. And Dwight says that's unacceptable. Angela goes, "I agree, it's unacceptable." And then they just look at each other for a super long time. And then Kevin, what? What are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> it's th- those moments are so much funny when you have one witness, either either uh, Kevin yes. or Ryan or uh, or someone like that.
0: I was really yeah. expecting Dwight to give it, yeah, stipulate
1: after that <laughs> If only but
0: it didn't happen no uh yeah and i do like that uh dwight also gives meredith the men's room make sure you re- you replace those
3: urinal
1: <laughs> cakes urinal cakes <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're worn out
1: <laughs> they're worn down not a, not an office cleaning task that you would ever have to do no. yeah no
2: and you wouldn't you, there is a and, janitor sir like, yeah exactly there is room. a janitor yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he probably assigned himself to the ladies room or something too mm-hmm well, uh, well this
1: too is i mean like as as the as far as the actual secret goes i mean oscar taking the the day off to spend time with gil this is a big reveal yes to, to yeah, see dwight
2: out. was actually right mm-hmm. his instinct was correct dwight learned something Dwight's about right. oscar
0: today that he was lying about being sick
2: <laughs> <laughs> i love that they just diffuse it by like Dwight just makes a deal right away. It's very, um, we watched the show Survivor. It really felt like that where like he learned a secret. He's like, I'm not going to tell your secret, but I am going to make you give me a favor later on. Mm-hmm. Or like there's something, It was it's very um, Machiavellian of Dwight. But yes. of course, he's still an idiot who didn't, he's just like totally goes over his head what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that would have changed it or not, but like Dwight's just, just kind of blind in that way do we
1: ever um, do we ever see Dwight cash in the favor it would be really funny no it would be funny to, to see him try in certain points I can imagine it oh, yeah. when Jim is co-manager and Dwight is trying to plot his downfall I can see it when um they have the whole sort of love triangle with the senator I would love to see <laughs> Dwight try to cash in that favor with Oscar at an, an opportune moment
2: maybe when he's trying to go for a raise and he just goes to Oscar and
1: yeah I just a scene where he's like
2: Oscar remember. The sick day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or just like, like some really threatening way he'd say
0: or it. Or like a, so good. I can imagine too at first Oscar being like, everyone already knows I'm gay. He's
1: and like, Michael doesn't work there anymore.
0: Know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so they don't, don't know do. that you lied <laughs> about being sick. <laughs>
1: Six years ago.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he gets that whole paid vacation anyways. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like coming off Gay Witch Hunt. It's like. Yeah. It's incredible. So we already got all that time. Like like Oscar would care at all yeah. later on. And but then Dwight I White would. would be like, no, we had a deal. <sighs> the
1: we also we... Yes,
2: Dwight. <laughs>
1: fine. We also get Dwight eating that sandwich while he's describing tailing the oh, sex girlfriend. Thank you for bringing this up. And there's something really powerful about Dwight eating in scenes. Like <laughs> the way that he chews, the way that he takes bites, the way that he's just kind of aggressive about it. It happens earlier yeah. as well when he's eating who took all the black ones? His mouth mm-hmm. is just is just completely black. <laughs> he's going through all the jelly beans. Um, there's something so funny about Dwight eating mm. pastry cubes filled with sugar and fat. No, thank you. I'll stick with my jerky. How about the how
2: about the pickled okra out of that giant yeah. can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sipping the like the tuna or whatever. Like the yeah. He's yeah. he's efficiently fueling his body. He's not eating. Mm-hmm. It's it's a difference. But yeah, he he um, gets
1: the truth about Oscar. Uh, Keeps to himself. Good job. It's it's good just good job Dwight. It's such a big uh, factor for Oscar in, in terms of our viewership and us kind of seeing yeah. the side of him. And it doesn't really come in uh, I mean it becomes out in the open during Gay Witch Hunt half a season later, but it's a big reveal. I mean he's wearing the dress during um during Halloween and Michael comments about it. Like mm-hmm. there's like there are a handful of little allusions to it, but then um, this is a big reveal. It's,
2: and and I, I wanna get that just really quick, that scene too, when he is staking out uh, Oscar's house. I mean, uh, clearly Dwight is gonna love a stakeout. Like he br- he has a thermos. He brought a sandwich. He's sitting in his car just waiting. Um, but that the way he describes like suspecting ex girlfriend of cheating on him, tailed her for six six straight nights. Turns out she was with a couple of guys actually. So <laughs> mystery solved. He just looks. He just he debases himself so uh. so well in this episode on multiple
0: occasions. Uh. <laughs> turns out hey, it was mows and socks <laughs> uh, it also of course ends with a, a fabulous Dwight quote <laughs> should I have reported Oscar's malfeasance hmm probably but now I know something he doesn't want me to know so I can use his malfeasance to establish leverage otherwise it's just malfeasance for malfeasance's his sake
2: very Michael Scott-esque mm-hmm. yes. there. I wonder too really quick if that that experience tailing his ex girlfriend for six nights and then finding out she's cheating on him—he was not even that dating must have that had girl. Had a very traumatic impact <laughs> on why he's he wants to investigate Everyone. everything yeah. and figure out the truth on his yep. own. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe a little origin story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, other uh, favorite
0: moments from this episode that we that we didn't touch on.
1: Uh, I mean. Oh, you know what? Jim getting surprised at Hooters is uh, was a real surprise. They didn't tell John Krasinski they were going to surprise him. It does with the look like song. that's ge-
0: he's genuinely surprised. So he has to put play- Oh, the birthday! Yeah, I believe
1: that. that comes up in the DVD commentary. But uh, yeah, they they actually surprised him at Hooters. Um, but yeah. Oh, you know what else you can see? Like somebody who looks like they're from the film crew stand up after Michael orders his gourmet hot dog. <laughs> somebody oh, like st- like there's a scene across.
0: Someone in hey. all black with a walkie-talkie.
1: Well, it's somebody in black, and he stands up and takes a pair of headphones off right after mm. Michael orders the hot dog. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I've heard enough. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shout I'll out to Dana, by day. the way, at Hooters. Uh, yeah. Again, this writing staff, not inventive with names. This is pretty close to Donna, who right. also <laughs> works at a chain restaurant they go to. Yes. Dana, Donna, Katie, <laughs> Kathleen. Ka- they, they're just— Kathley. Kathley. Let's get mm-hmm. some other names in there. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, just, uh, again, I'm just kind of surprised about that the Hooters was, di- like, read the script and was like, oh, yeah, this is good. <laughs> I,
2: oh, dude, Hooters? Are you kidding me? Like, any, I, I mean, any, I guess.
0: Anything's good for them. I guess so. I guess so. Um, I mean, you know, I I, I mean. The, she They're does... probably
2: dying for people to feature their stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. the Okay. <laughs>
1: The all right, I'm changing the subject a little bit, but the other thing that we didn't really talk about is how funny it is that Michael decides to dress like Jim for no reason whatsoever. Oh yeah, Love like they become so close that Michael has to tussle his hair and roll up his sleeves and I mean, totally change the way he looks. <laughs> you listen gives you a to sense of how records. obnoxious
2: Michael must have been in like grade school and middle school as a friend. Well, just like glomming onto people.
0: Who you know? Who says it? Carol? You know you torpedo relationships, or maybe it's Pam <laughs> yeah. who says that. I think this is a perfect example of that. He, You do, Michael, as soon as...
2: you do blow things out of proportion. <laughs>
1: this this lines up with a couple of, uh, of little theories. One, Alex, that you have uh, submitted, which is that the as Michael gets Todd Packer more and more out of his life, his life improves for the better because maybe he's taking oh, on yeah. some personality traits from Todd Packer. So it would make sense for standard reason that if Michael is really good friends with Todd Packer, he's mirroring Packer in his day-to-day yeah. life because when he be- thinks he's becoming friends with Jim, he begins to mirror Jim. He never begins to mirror Dwight. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe that's the exception. But then the other one is the that someone I believe brought up in one of our Patreon mailbags is that Andy Bernard uh, talks about mirroring, personality mirroring as one of his yeah. enablers to, to success. And maybe that's why his personality changes so much over the course of the show because he's trying to mirror these different figures. Maybe it's Josh Porter. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I think he was his dad for a while. Yeah. he's never known who he is. So it's interesting to see Michael. Uh, Michael take this so go so quickly. Grape soda, mm. the hair, the sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I well, don't know, man. I just want to. Maybe we can listen to some records.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, it's like, why? Do, why does Michael like go into Hooters? Who do you think took Michael to Hooters for lunch probably every day? Todd work
1: Not, Pop- to, not to mention, he has the thing about he starts to like. Oh, we're brothers um yeah. jim oh, says no exactly. we're not yeah. that's a packer and him line we we uh, t- absolutely yeah.
2: yeah i mean that's uh, hooters is is the restaurant version of todd packer <laughs> if todd packer was a restaurant he would be hooters any uh any other moments from this from this episode you i did. feel like
1: uh just only to say sorry I, I don't mean to prolong the discussion but just to say that like the rest of the main characters or the rest of the ensemble does such a good job of filling in the gaps. Kevin has a ton of funny moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Creed has the, Creed is so checked out. Yeah, this episode. He just like, has the one yes. line, oh. which one is Pam. That's the only thing. And then, who, and then later it was like, Oh, I thought it was a volunteer thing. Yeah. 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 Um, Phyllis <laughs> and Angela, like they just, they, I feel like this episode is just, I, I really like this episode. Um, yes. like it has a lot it's of really sort great. of brutal, heartbreaking early office moments. It has a lot of really funny moments. Uh, it's just, it's fantastic absolutely
0: absolutely agree uh there you absolutely have it i do <laughs> that, that's the secret uh from season two uh we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll uh listen to some listener provided voicemails
1: hiring right now is hard no one is more committed to helping business than indeed that's why they're giving away 50 million dollars in indeed sponsored job credits to help businesses like yours hire great people fast indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. We see a lot of hiring on the office, whether it's Dwight finding Nate in the parking lot, Michael hiring Luke. Or andy trying to find a new warehouse staff i think we can all agree they would have been better off using indeed one of the things i love about indeed is that it saves you time you can message schedule and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place after using indeed's virtual interviews most employers said it saved them days of hiring time according to indeed data us indeed also saves you headaches interview virtually with no downloads plugins or purchases you can do it all in one place with indeed even better Indeed is the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful t- hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Sign up for Indeed now and get a $75 credit towards your first sponsored job. Plus, earn up to $500 extra in sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit Indeed.com Scott to learn more. Claim your credits at Indeed.com Scott. That is Indeed.com slash Scott. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Please leave
3: a message for Andy Bernard.
2: All right, let's get into some voicemails since we've we've had so many lately. You guys have done a great job uh, at calling. In. Thank um, you again. If if you're calling in to uh, your, your number, again is five zero three six nine four nine three one four. Brevity is great. Keep your message to under ninety. If under sixty seconds is even better. Oh my better. gosh. Uh, oh my God, that's amazing. I want just five just get minute in phone there. calls. We appreciate the we appreciate the love you guys give us, but hey, love the show. Just get the question, move on. All right, um,
1: think think um, uh, think. Here. Dwight's speech versus Michael's speech at the sales
2: convention. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Everyone, start your voice with "Blood alone moves the wheels of history." <laughs> the war right. of work. First one uh, here is from Stephanie.
3: Hey MSTC, this is Stephanie from Hudson Valley, I have a bone to pick with you, Uh-oh. I've been listening a lot, and I always hear you guys during happy hour say that Stanley's not even in happy hour, and he's there, he's 100% there, they like, they pull the thing, she, Donna says, there's a lot of Stanley Hudsons, and then right. it zooms in, it zooms in,
0: yeah, she's right. that's
3: all I gotta say, um, fact,
0: Stanley
3: is in Happy Hour. <laughs> Love you guys. Love to listen to you. Makes my week. Um, keep doing what you're doing.
1: And uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephanie, for calling. Thank you in. so I,
0: much, Stephanie. Uh, I think we
1: did say that in our Hop- Happy Hour episode. I don't know why, because yes, he's clearly in A yeah, lot of Stanley Hudson's in here. I've been re-watching yeah. that episode recently for the Don Arc. Like you can, he's there. Busy. Yeah, just
0: one. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember saying that, and uh, I never did. No, no, I, I'm kidding. I, I Yeah, I guess we said that, and uh, you're absolutely right, Stephanie. Thank you.
1: I was never given a name.
0: Thank you for picking that up. You bone. know,
2: sometimes we, we got to get corrected, and uh, that was that. All right. Sometimes, all the time. All the time. <laughs>
0: More <laughs> corrections, please. Hold us yeah. accountable.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's uh, this next one, just a little... Um little story uh, also involving Stanley from Jess.
3: This is Jess from Connecticut. And I'm the person who dressed up as Will Ferrell, escaped from the hospital the Halloween costume. So thank you for that shout out. Love it. I've been binge listening for a while to get fully caught up because I physically cannot listen out of order. Um, <laughs> but I just had to call and share the story with you. Our local AAA baseball team had an office scene tonight where Leslie David Baker, a.k.a. Stanley, would be available for meet and greets. so obviously i spent the eighty dollars per ticket to meet stanley <laughs> i wore a fresh florida stanley t-shirt Love it. and we met him he signed my shirt and it was really awesome
0: oh my god i'm going
3: to email you a picture um but while we were waiting in line we were up next and leslie was with a couple in front of us and i heard them say oh that was a fun one and without thinking <laughs> i said loudly fun run season four episode one i'm not sure if the people thought i was crazy uh or if they caught as uh, the reference but i just had to share
1: that with you and i got a laugh from leslie and my life was then complete um thank you so much and never ever stop i love it man that's amazing thanks jess thank Small. you jess uh hey,
2: our, our little bit made uh, stanley laugh <laughs> jess. good job everyone. i know it's hey, a lot like you, cricket jess. that's so cool yeah yeah Eighty bucks to meet Stanley. That's a good price. That's a good price. Like I would I would pay for that for like a cameo from him for a gift for someone. Did she eighty? Uh, I thought she 80 said eighty bucks. Eight. That's what I thought. Too. Eighty. I think it said eighty dollars per ticket. Yeah. That might have included like to the game, to the AAA baseball game, and you get to meet Stanley. Oh and uh oh and here's the photo of, of her uh of oh, her yeah,
0: you and got Stanley, it. yeah. Nice um here I'll, I'll send this to you guys in the chat but anyway just
1: wait until so uh stuff. just wait until yes. brian baumgartner is at the portland pickles game and you guys can go check it out <laughs>
2: oh, i'll be there shout out to the portland pickles what a great time one of the best tickets in portland um anyway yeah thanks jess that's awesome uh we would love stories of, of meeting meeting cast members out in the wild um i tell you that stanley seems to be really totally comfortable and feeling good about like being he, Stanley still. He's 100% like he kind of leans into it.
0: There's like a handful of them who like Stanley, uh, I feel like Kate Flannery, Flannery, yeah. um Creed, uh Andy Buckley, um th- there's a I mean I think like you can just look at... Uh, the people
2: that work in the corners of the office, generally, are, like, pretty... <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: DunderCon or whatever it's called, I think that's what it's called, is this big office con that's going to happen. Um, some people have, have written to us. We're, we're not going to be there. I don't think that it, it works out for us this year. Um, uh,
1: That'd be cool, though. Should, it'd be fun even just out. to yeah. go
0: as, like, a, a, yeah, just to go as a, um, for fun. I would love to do that. But... Um, uh, but I think you could you can look at all the people who are going to be there this year, and I feel like all those people are pretty are pretty active
2: um, as, as mm-hmm. office celebs. Okay, cool, Matt Watson. Right, uh, moving on. Uh, all right, next one up here is uh, a little tip from Kristen.
3: Hey guys, this is Kristen from Thunder Mountain, Nashville. Um, first time caller. I literally love you guys. You do such amazing things. Um, I'm binging your show currently on Just Finished Work Bus. And as many things as y'all do amazing, (laughs) I would highly recommend never, ever, ever,
2: doing Shibuya Roll roll Call again. I literally died laughing because you kind of sucked at that so bad. Anyway, um, just a little
3: tip from me and I hope y'all have a great day.
1: (laughs) Bye. Okay, I now I gotta listen Chris to and that I had back. To include it. It's so- I, I made you guys do it. I, yeah, that was my terrible. We idea. weren't ready for it.
2: We did it over Zoom.
0: Yeah. We did it
1: over Zoom too. So there's like a huge lag, like. Oh delay.
0: gosh, yeah, that's right. That's also that's probably a big part of it.
2: We did that. We also tried the ABBA song that Andy oh, did in yeah. voicemail. We tried but, doing that together on we, Zoom. We, that, that failed. That was on <laughs> Zoom
1: as well. I thought we might have been in yeah. person for
2: that. Oh, okay. No, that was that was on Zoom. You want to know why we know it was on Zoom? Because none of us like are, are at the same, we're not synced it's up impossible. It's impossible. It's to... impossible. Very hard. <laughs> Very hard. Anyway, I, loved, I just love the idea of like calling us to give us an idea of something to never do. Because <laughs> we get so many like suggestions of what to do. But this message is just like, don't do that again. Don't worry.
0: Well, Done. amazing. Can we do it Deal. one more time? If we try it. Can we practice? Live. Not over video. In together.
1: person. In person. Yes. Yeah.
0: I kind of want to prove to her now that we can do it. So let's. Yes. I, oh, I know we can. Let's try it every episode and we'll get better. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'll love it. They'll love it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, one more here. Actually, two more really quick. This one's uh, This one's just to Sean. And it was so nice. So Uh-oh. here you go, Sean. Okay. This is from Julia. <laughs> um, hi,
3: I'm Julia. I'm from um, North Carolina. Actually, I live in Charlotte, and oh, Yalda hey. Decham was in this area, Charlotte, working in the last episode. And I'm gonna send in some um, restaurant ideas. Also, I just want to thank you guys so much for the podcast. I just had a baby, and I had a pretty difficult pregnancy, and you guys were always there. To I don't know, like I had a bunch of brothers and friends with me that were like helping me through it. So, anyways, thank you, and also. Um, welcome to Charlottesville.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot going on. <laughs> oh my God, That's Julia. So nice. Thank you so much. He, uh, I, I'm going to find out where, um, she, she sent me some stuff to do in Charlotte. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you don't, if you don't, uh, if you're not caught up yeah, he's on things,
2: um, I'll be here all summer. Um, and, uh, anyway, yeah. I thought that was nice and yeah, you should follow up with Julia, get some, Get a you need. I feel like you just need a you need a compass down there for where to go and what to do. Definitely, it sounds like you're in the middle of the financial district, just kind of <laughs> yes. like working, looking at steakhouses, staking out the uh, steakhouses. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, indeed, yes, uh, indeed. Right. Shout out to Allison Wisneski, who, of course, uh, from Lady yes. Justice, who gave me some great recommendations. I had a jalapeno pale ale at birdsong brewing today. That was absolutely delicious.
2: Ooh. So that's interesting. Charlotte beer. They got it going on. Uh, last one here from Elaine.
3: Aloha. And hello. (laughs) This is Elaine from San Diego, California. Um, just calling to say, love you guys. Love your show. Wanted to know if there is any type of ritual that you three do, Together as a team before you record your episodes, I'd like to imagine that it's O-U-G-L-Y, You ain't got no about You ugly. Oh, oh, you ugly. Your
0: mama
3: said you ugly. Hey, go, Michael's got podcast
0: company. Oh, um, man. Yeah. That's what uh, we should that, do. That was the end of our message. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> Elaine, we're going to start doing that before every episode. <laughs> That's
1: uh that at the beginning and then should we roll call at the end yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah. boy oh boy i uh we don't really have a ritual we do together um other than like our basic you know once we hop on our calls we sort of all check in where we're at with the prep Mm -hmm. um kind of do a quick run through of the show Mm -hmm. but none of that is that's more just like housekeeping it's not really a ritual
0: yeah, it's kind of fun. like it, it, it'll just reach a point where I just go, okay, are we ready? Hello and welcome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, well, and actually, it. you know
2: what? Here's a ritual is I freak out about some tech thing. <laughs> uh, my computer starts making a weird noise mm-hmm. that happens often. Um, and then I'm scrambling to get all the drops in place for that episode. You, that's, that's my
1: ritual. Usually one mm-hmm. of us is late and usually it's me.
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, Today it was me. Yeah. I'm trying to get better. And then, um, it's each of us. And then point. the thing that I, I see as a ritual is when Alex says, can you hear that? And he plays a drop more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's right. Oh, yeah, that I, is I, when I want to check. Yeah. Make sure the audio is working and they can hear my drops. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a weird for any audio people out there. It's kind of a weird thing to be able to like, make sure the drops are also played live for Edwin and Sean on a Zoom as well as record it on a separate track so it's like I just always want to make sure that works cuz yeah uh, what's the point of drops if you can't react to them in real time exactly exactly so. but yeah
1: no no ritual we should do the ugly chant i like it mm-hmm. we should yeah we should start i mean it's different if we were in person it might be different too yeah mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: I mean, Sean always has a bacon and arugula slider. That's kind of his ritual before every show. <laughs> bacon and a... Arug- I don't even know what you're I don't know.
0: referencing. I, the first thing. I don't know why the first thing that came to my head just arugula. I don't know. I was just about yeah, though. there you go. Uh, all
2: right, that's all the voicemails. Um, let's wrap this show up with. Uh, I'm gonna go grab this. We'll just keep this rolling. But okay. you guys see this box behind me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Right there. So this is something that came from a patron. I don't know what it is. Uh, it was a gift that Wes did it. (laughs) That's, uh, that's the name that he uses (laughs) on uh, one of our Scotts Toss. Wes did it. (laughs) Oh, Wes did it, did it. Yes. Um, Mm. and he was like, Hey, I really want to send you guys a gift. And it's been a while. And he, it, 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 he sent it. It showed up. Um, I haven't looked at it. I just saw the box was from him. So I'm going to go grab it and we're going to unbox this thing it's uh, awesome
1: guys, it's like uh mike will made it <laughs> <laughs> um hey uh, just while we're waiting it. thank you for voicemails i mean like that's i i, I enjoy the voicemails so much i think we should try to do them more and more often i think uh alex i was just saying we need to do more voicemails more and more often so please keep sending them in yes. um please yeah. keep calling. Oh, yeah. i think we have like, i i would do it every week so yeah
2: i know Great. i would too it's it's a little more intensive like prep and and uh production wise but it's if if we commit to it and we have a lot of good ones, then uh, we'll most be there, no problem. Okay, so it's it came with this box. It's, okay, wow. Um, we have it, we have individually labeled okay packages for each of us. Oh wow! So it's something for each of us. All right. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, Can you hold the box
1: up to the camera again?
2: Yes, of course. There we go.
1: There you go. Oh wow. So okay, what
2: so what do you this... guys think it is? We got a pretty standard smaller, you know, like mid-sized cardboard box with an Alex Sean Edwin equally sized. What do you guys think they are?
1: I don't know. It's uh, I, so I, hard to I
2: really can't tell. They look like I think they're I
0: think they're Dundies. I'm going to guess they're they Dundies. They could be. Okay, yeah, maybe they, I they hope are so. about they they kind of look Dundee sized.
2: They look Dundee sized. Uh Wes also sent us a letter here uh okay does this say what they are oh okay he says hey mspc thanks again for letting me send these to you hopefully you can open them together or maybe over the video conference yes uh, if they get sent to uh they're labeled with each one of your names before opening just in case you decide to go with the ladder which we are um each of them has an office reference and if you need any help which i know you don't but just in case edwin's is a little tough On the bottom is a timestamp of where exactly it's from and an extra related quote. I know you guys will enjoy them and it was a pleasure to think them up. What is this? I think I speak for all listeners and tots when I say we really appreciate all the time and effort you guys put into the podcast. Even though you're all busy schedules and life events, you give us something to enjoy weekly. I'm looking forward to more episodes about our favorite show and in the future (laughs) about literally any topics you guys choose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wes did it. Nice, Wes did it. What uh, a nice... People okay. are always, I'll like, so... I'll start with mine, because it's, it's I'm me.
0: I love that everyone's always, like, thank you for, like, <laughs> all your time and effort. That's such a nice thing to say.
2: Very nice, <laughs> yeah. I really... Because it, it's one of those situations where it's, like, if this was our full-time job, like, we could do a lot. Oh. But we, we kind of do what we can. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we really... You know
0: what I mean? We yeah. really squeeze it in.
2: Oh, I was right. <gasps> okay. Wow! So this, is that's Al- this is Alex's. So it's my Dundee on the bottom. It says Dundee Award. Whoops! Uh-huh. Alex Ward Superlative Drops. Nice! Nice! I got yes. the Superlative Drops Award. And on the bottom, oh wow! Oh wow! It's like a label maker a little. Yeah, on the bottom it label it says a Dunder Mifflin sticker, mm-hmm. and it says season se- season seven episode three timestamp three eighteen. Um, <laughs> in, okay,
0: okay. Edwin's so,
1: trying to Ooh, find all it. All right, so season seven, episode three is Andy's play. Super,
0: okay. Ah, so he must say superlative or something. Hmm. What's the time?
2: What's the timestamp? The quote well, timestamp is season seven, yeah, episode three, uh-huh. uh, uh, 318. Okay, I mean, it's but it says. The, qu- the quote says, you in tight pants, Alex, are a salami to a black bear. <laughs> <laughs> so, superlative drops. Do you want me to open your guys's? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Because I want to. I,
0: they, they said uh, Edwin's is the hardest, right?
2: That's what she said. <laughs> Boom, baby. Sorry, I know there's a little dead air here. While I
1: well, that's I'm, all right. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm gonna try episode. to get to the timestamps and stuff so, <laughs> so we can I can, you know, give some more yeah. context. <laughs> Wait, well, Whose is this sorry, one? Actually I accidentally, I accidentally opened Edwin's.
2: Going back to Sean's now. Okay. If Edwin's is the hardest, we'll do his last. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, alright. <laughs> oh wow. Sean Roney has been awarded. Most, ele- <laughs> most, <laughs> most, <host>. most elegant most most elegant host with that beard That's right the quote on the bottom to put it in context uh season 8 episode 14 at 520 that's
1: got to be the gloves
2: no it's i'm glad you're in my life happy valentine's day ah that's it
0: uh very sweet oh oh i know what you mean. yeah
2: i think that i think you you're right edwin right I think he put the timestamp, but it's not the quote from that timestamp. It's just that's the thing to set it in context. And I think Wes added these quotes in.
0: Yeah, I think the us. quote is yeah. not the timestamp. Oh, no, okay.
2: No, I think you are right. And so I think you also were right about the uh, yeah. season seven. Oh, All right, the card is one. more
0: lovely than the gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Most elegant.
2: <laughs> host. That's so funny. That's, uh, oh, my God. This thank is- you for finding these timestamps. I think we're actually supposed to figure these out more than we are. Mm-hmm. I think they're supposed to be hard to figure out. All right, last one. Uh, the Dundee Award to Edwin James, the Dundee for Trivia Connoisseur. Ooh. You knew that was coming. <laughs> you knew it was happening. To put it in context, he put season three, episode 16 at 1134. Okay, that's business school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the quote he gave mm-hmm. that he put on here is this one. Yes. <laughs> and then on the bottom, he also wrote uh,
0: Deep, "Deep Tracks, tracks Only." only. <laughs> for That's anyway.
1: got to be um, it's uh, at the Roller ring season seven.
2: Yep, yep. No hits. All
1: you right. place ants marching. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, uh, that took. That we took might a while, need. To yeah, we might need
0: Wes. to follow up with Wes on Holy the moly. on the
2: Patreon for. He sent us a, a nice letter. We got three custom dungeons. Amazing, man. And aren't we aren't we aren't we lucky guys? We got we got great fans. Wes killed it. Yeah,
0: Wes did did it. Killed it.
2: it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, Wes. Thank you everyone who uh, called in and uh, to the people we played their voicemails and to everybody else who's left voicemails. We'll we'll do uh, Edwin. I I think you're absolutely right. It's just nice to hear everyone's voices and uh, we love your guys' questions and comments. So please. Uh, call us more. Uh, leave us a message, 503-694-9314. Um, another great way to get a hold of us is email, mspcpodcastcompany at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We've got a website, michaelscottpod.com. We do have a store that it's only open till the end of this month, June 2022, mspcstore.com. After that, we're going to do some different stuff uh, with merch. So... Um, Go ahead and check that out. It's open for a couple more weeks. Uh, and uh, and join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become a Scott's Tot. Five bucks a month. Main feed episodes with no ads. Uh, bonus mailbag episodes every month. Uh, tons of backlogged uh, episodes for you to listen to uh, of that.
2: Bonus draft episodes. Uh, our, our Ted Lasso uncut Season our, our, 2. Our cut st- beginning recordings. Mm-hmm. All sorts of Uncut videos. gems. Uh, <laughs> cut gems uh you can vote on topics
0: uh so yeah special thanks to our our scots tots uh, special thanks to ryan lloyd who designs our artwork and uh, this episode was recorded over video chat
1: thank you for listening thank you for calling uh for leaving us messages for uh just for send, for sending us those amazing dundies uh for just listening supporting us hanging out with us it means the world that we get to keep doing this week after week uh, it's such a it's just it's just an amazing thing that we get to keep it going um and it's all because of you guys so thank you again for everything uh really and truly uh stay take care stay safe we'll see you next week Pippity poppy, give me this up yes,
0: yes sir shabuya shabuya <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>